if the vision was impossible, you would have never received it. You have everything you need at this current moment. Welcome to what we created. I'm your host, Jada Kelly. Per usual, prepare for the laughs, the tears, and a whole lot of WTFs. If this is your first time tuning in and you're thinking, damn, another pod? Damn, another pod. But I do hope this one is different from the ones you may or may not be used to tuning into and it just offers a different perspective. So, today, I'm going to be telling you guys about how you are enough. So if you're tuned in expecting something different, expecting to hear about something else, I'm just here to let you know that you are enough. Everything that is within you is sustainable for where you are right now. Everything that is already within you is great enough for where you are right now. Like I said in previous episodes, and like I keep saying over and over, every step that you take is going to unlock another layer of yourself. It's already in you. Yes, you can acquire more knowledge. But a lot of these things we think we don't have, a lot of these things that we think exist outside of ourselves, it's already within you. When you take a step, when you stop saying that you're waiting on God, when you stop saying that you're waiting on other people to show up, when you stop saying that you're incapable, once you take a step, another layer of yourself will be unlocked. And I know I'm not really sure how many people tune into this podcast who don't believe in God, but if you do believe in God, or not even if you do believe in God, because I know God, but I also recognize that in this culture, in this world, we say that it's a belief. I know God is real for myself, and yes, it is belief, so I'm just going to use that word. There is a God that exists within you, and there is power in that God. Therefore, there is power in you. You just have to understand that there's this power that you can access. God is a giant. Therefore, you are also a giant. I wish we would just start walking around like we knew this power that is within us it's a beautiful beautiful power when you walk you are a giant on this earth nothing can nothing can defeat you you are a giant act like it you are enough it's actually indescribable the magnitude of who we actually are there's these these powers these it's indescribable what's actually within you like i said on previous episodes i i see people all the time i'm like you are honestly great you are greatness personified and it's, I guess it's the God within them. I was going to say, I can't exactly, I can't always pinpoint exactly what that thing is, but there are people I see. I mean, you are great. And I love when I see people who recognize the power that lies within them. Nothing can defeat them. Of course, there are things that exist in this world that aren't the best. There are things that we see that aren't the best. There are things that we know that aren't the best. But I love when I see people who recognize they can't be defeated. Even if you stripped everything away, you can't be defeated. You are enough. You know, there are things in this world that will try to come against us or they'll, our thoughts, sometimes our own thoughts will try to come against us. Sometimes our own emotions will try to come against us. I want for everyone to move into a space of acceptance. When I say acceptance, I'm not saying you need to believe the thing that people are telling you or necessarily try to change the thing. I, I, I need us to move into a space of acceptance for the things that we are seeing, for the things that we are hearing, like accept that that is something that is happening. 
outside of yourself. Sometimes the thoughts that exist in our mind aren't even ours. Sometimes it's a voice of your angry father. Sometimes it's a voice of your angry mother. Sometimes it's a voice of an old teacher that you had that's popping back up in your head and replaying a thought over and over and over. I don't know how y'all gonna feel about this, but I don't even think you should be trying to fight that thought or sometimes even that emotion. That's what I mean by accept it. Don't fight it. You know how like when you were younger, you probably heard that dogs fed off of fear or they said, don't run from the dog because it'll chase you. That's how I look at it. Don't run from the negative thoughts and emotions you may be feeling because they will chase you. Don't try to even fight it because they will chase you. They will keep attacking back. Accept what you're hearing. So imagine you're standing in front of a dog. You know, you're a little, at least for me, when I was little, I was very, very afraid of dogs. I could be standing in front of a dog and I can recognize the power that lies within myself. And I'm not going to say this is true for every situation. I, I don't really know what happened to you, but I can recognize the power that lies within myself and I can dominate this dog just off of pure energy. Or I can run from it and get attacked by it. I can accept the fact that a dog is standing in front of me and I may have felt fear before. So I can stand in front of this, this dog. And I'm using this as an example. I can stand in front of this dog and know the power that lies within me and accept the fact that this is the situation that I'm in and move accordingly. I hope y'all understand that example, but I'm just saying these thoughts that we are having that sometimes play over and over, let it be a floating text on a screen. That's it. You know, when sometimes you're watching a movie or you're watching a YouTube video and you see the text go across the screen, you see it. It doesn't always have that much impact or it could be like an ad or something like that. You see it. It doesn't do very much, but you, you acknowledge that it's there. You accept that it's there. And you just see it move. And once it's off that screen, you don't even think about it again. Same thing with your thoughts. Let it ride. Let it float. Don't try to fight it. Just let it float. And more importantly, ask the most high for assistance. I, I'm going to, I hate to sound preachy, preachy. I really hate that. And I actually had talked to God about that. I this is not really the direction I wanted this to go, but ask the most high for assistance. God, I need help with these thoughts. God, I need help trying to accept the thoughts that I'm having because thoughts are never going to stop. They're going to keep coming. God also works incredibly quick. God is a quick, quick God. I'm not saying this is going to be true for every situation, but a lot of these things that we're asking him, it's like in the blink of an eye, it's handled. And so a lot of the times, the only person who can bring you back into that thought loop and who can bring you back into all the negative emotions that you're having is you. A lot of the times, the only person who's going to place you back in that thought loop is you. You know, even when we saying that, one of my favorite verses when I was a kid, like 14 years old, is Exodus 14, 14. I'm probably butchering a little bit, but basically it says, be still, the Lord will fight for you. And if, if you've heard previous episodes that I made, you understand I really had to learn to be still and let the Lord handle it. And I feel like we need to be that way about these negative thoughts, these negative emotions that we're having. Be still. Accept that it is happening. Let the Lord handle it. We can only do so much. There's really only so much that we can do on our own. I really want y'all to practice having an emotion or having a thought, a negative thought, without having another immediate emotional reaction or thought to said thought or to said emotion. Because it's Normally, the thought is really not the issue. The emotion that you initially felt is really not the issue. It's the following 
the next emotion that you felt after that. So you had a negative thought. Now you're beating yourself up. So what, what emotion would that be? Anger? So now you had a negative thought, whatever that thought was, and now you feel disappointment in yourself. The problem is that now you're carrying that disappointment. Hear that initial thought, let it go. Sometimes you're going to have thoughts that tell you that you are not enough. You need to be able to hear that thought, accept that you heard it, and move anyway. Let it be a floating text on the screen. It's that secondary emotion. It's that secondary thought that you have that keeps you trapped and keeps you bound. So maybe you had that thought that said you weren't good enough. And now you followed that up with disappointment. And now you're carrying that disappointment. Let it just be a floating text on the screen. I think sometimes we think all every single thought that we're having is ours. It's not. Stuff is just floating in our head. Stuff that people said. Stuff that you heard somebody say about somebody else floating in your head. Let it be a floating text on the screen. You are enough. I don't know, sometimes we have past experiences that make us feel like we're not enough or that we're incapable or we've made past mistakes that make us feel like we're not enough or we're incapable or there's no more good we can do in this life or there's no further that we can go or we're just trapped here. You're not. Imagine your your older self coming and talk to you or imagine God coming to talk to you. But for the specific example, imagine your older self coming to talk to you and saying, and you, you have this thought that says, oh, because I, ma- I did this, this, and that, because I made this mistakes, I'm incapable. Imagine your older self, it's like a grandpa or granddad, but it's you coming to talk to yourself at this present moment, asking yourself, didn't you learn something there? Didn't that teach you something about yourself? Didn't that unlock another layer inside of you, even though it might have been a mistake, even though it might have put you on pause for a little bit, even though it, it changed a little bit of your perception? Didn't it teach you something there? Didn't you learn something? Didn't you come out on the other side and realize why you couldn't be there? There is beauty in that too. So all these situations that we're in, imagine your older self coming back to coming at this present moment. So imagine your future self coming to sit down next to you. I know we all want we all want it to be God, and your future self you can look at that as God. Imagine so um, I can imagine my future self sitting right next to me all all these things I think I may not not all these things I think I may not be doing correctly in life or I may not be handling the best or I could handle it better I imagine my future self coming to sit down next to me right now and saying babe if only you knew all the experiences that you had shaped you they made you who you are it needed to happen it had to happen past experiences mistakes all of that is just opportunities for growth you can let it hinder you or you can accept it for what it is and recognize that it allowed you to be in a space of growth it positioned you it even positioned your mind in a space of knowing you could do better of knowing there was more it was an opportunity for growth a period of growth the only person who can make you feel truly no I'm not going to use feel the only person who can make you believe you are truly insignificant And that you are truly incapable is yourself. Other people can make you feel things. Other people can make you think things. But the only person who can truly make you believe that you are incapable and that you cannot do it is yourself. Okay? You are enough. You just truly are enough. I've heard stories of people saying, well, you know, this is very popular. But people say, like, they had a teacher back in grade school 
that said to them, oh, you're never amount to anything. And so I definitely feel two ways about this, but I'm going to use this specific frame of thinking for what I'm explaining. You very well may have not put your best foot forward in that class. You very well may have showed that teacher your booty. Like you very well may have not shown up the way you know you should have shown up in that class. That very well may have happened. But we give thanks to God that an hour of the day, an hour in a school day, an hour of someone's life is not enough time for somebody to understand the entirety of your being. That is not enough time for somebody to understand all that you are. That is not enough time for somebody to understand where God has called you to. That is not enough time for somebody to understand what God has called you to be. They may be right in their very quick one hour perception of however they perceived you. And I'm only saying they're right because people's perspectives are people's perspectives. They can be right in whatever perspective they choose to have. And I really hate using right, but I can't think of another word to use. They're not necessarily right about who you are, but the experience that they have with you in that moment is correct for them. We also give thanks that other people's perspectives of who we are have nothing to do with us. We give thanks that we exist outside of people's perspectives. God has called you to something. Whatever they said really does not matter. Other people are going to say a lot of things. Other people are going to think a lot of things. You may have been in a rough season in your life. So whatever they, the perspective that they have of you for that season may be right. You probably didn't show up the best. Probably didn't have the best character. But that one season of your life does not define the entirety of your being. Say you lived to 80 years old. Somebody knew you from 16 to 18. Wow, two years in your story. If you wrote a book, that would be a chapter. Hell, it might be a paragraph. That's, that's not enough for somebody to understand all that you are. You are enough. I think even with me saying other people have perspectives about you that doesn't define the entirety of your being, when people are planting seeds in your mind, I need you to let it refuse to take root. Refuse to let that seed take root. Refuse to let that seed make your mind a home. People are planting all types of seeds every day. You have to refuse to let that seed take root. When the world gets loud, don't let the world make your mind of home. Okay? Don't let rotten seeds make your mind a home. You are enough. Now, as I always speak about, comparison. You know, the revolutionary sanctified saint or is it seasoned saint seasoned saint jackie perry jackie hill perry why do you go by jackie hill perry like maybe that was your name before mayor so i don't want to disrespect you because i would say jackie perry but i'll say the famous jackie hill perry said comparison turns into competition that's what she said but me also adding on to that i think that once you allow comparison to turn into a competition, probably from jealousy, as Jackie Hill Perry said, you think there's a loser because we know in competitions, there is a loser. And so where there is a loser, we have this idea that there's also lack. If I think I'm a loser in a situation, if I'm looking at somebody else and I'm comparing myself to them and I'm saying this is a competition now and then I say, oh, I don't have all that they have. I don't have all the things that they have. I'm not as good as them. Now I see myself as a loser. Now I see myself as lacking in something. Now I think I exist in lack. 
And what's so unfortunate about that is noticing that there is something di- that there is something different that exists between you and another isn't even the issue. It's what you do with that notice. So now your jealousy or your envy or whatever it is allowed you to turn that into a competition. And now you truly think you lack something. You lack nothing because what somebody else has, what somebody else is doing has nothing to do with you. You are enough. We also give things that there are no there are no competitions between you and another person. It's not competitive. And I was even watching this video and I was they were talking about business and how when you're building a business, it often is a competition between what somebody else is doing and what you're doing. But even that exists outside of you. It's not about you. It's about the business. There is no competition in this life between you and another individual. You are enough. There is no competition. There are things that are specifically designed for you and doors that are specifically made for you. Focus on you. You are enough. I'm going to give an example of, as I was listening to the story of this woman who, I, I hate using the term poverty, but she was saying that she grew up in poverty and she didn't even realize that she grew up in poverty. And so if I can just walk you through something. So if I if I imagine I grew up in an environment that, uh, forgive me for my lack of words, I grew up in an environment where other people would say I didn't have much. But me growing up in that environment, I was happy. I was joyful. I was full of love. I had everything I needed. I didn't see anything wrong with the way I grew up. And say I go to a friend's house and they are financially well off or they have they have a great deal of money, I would say. And I'm looking at their house. I'm looking at all they have. I'm like, wow. Wow. That picture on the wall is huge. It's magnificent. It looks like it came out of a, gra- a gallery. That's a really nice couch. That's a really nice rug. Noticing that isn't an issue. But if I'm noticing and I'm saying, hmm. I didn't have that. I didn't have that either. We didn't have that. How did they get that? We didn't have that issue. That's where the problem lies. If I could just get everyone, if if people could just look at something and just notice it, just let it be an observation. It has nothing to do with you. Nothing. It's just you, you're just observe it for what it is. Wow, that's nice. Wow, that's lovely. Wow, I love that they were able to do that. Wow, I love that they have that. All these things exist outside of me. They have nothing to do with me. You are enough. I can even speak about children with special needs. I've worked with so, so, so many children. And the world would tell them that they are incapable. The world would tell them, oh, you can't do that because of this. Or I even worked with children who who had a little bit of difficulty like reading. And so other people would say, oh, you can't read that. You're incapable of doing that. No, they are not. And no, you are not. You may have to do something different than what somebody else does. That has nothing to do with you. Whatever they are doing has nothing to do with you. You are enough. You could easily look and be like, oh, well, I had to do a little bit more than them. Or I had to adjust this and they didn't have to. That has nothing to do with you you are enough you are not incapable 
all these things that exist outside of us have nothing to do with us. They're going to be things that we we are going to have to do that other people didn't have to do. I really think a sense of lack or feeling like you lack something and I'm I'm not speaking for all things, but I think whoever needed to hear this is going to understand what I'm saying because I do think there are situations that exist outside of what I'm saying and I think a lot of people have a very hard time understanding that two truths can exist at once. So yes, in some some instances it's going to be like I'm contradicting myself. Or some instances are going to be like, I sound like a hypocrite, but I think the context of a situation is very important because depending on what I'm speaking about and what I'm saying, I could be speaking to two people, giving them two different forms of advice. And they're like, but didn't you tell this person that? And you think, but didn't you tell that person that? Yeah, but it's two different people, two different contexts of what they needed to hear at that moment and what they needed for their life at that moment. That's what I mean. There are things that exist outside of you. They have nothing to do with you. Focus on your pots. You are enough. I truly just think uh, you feeling like you lack something is just a, there's a misunderstanding there because you lack nothing. It's truly a misunderstanding. I, I hope you come to know all the greatness that is placed inside of you. I hope you come to know all that God has personally placed inside of you is there. Focus on your pots. If you're someone who struggles with comparison, Sometimes you really just going to have to shut all the noise out. Sometimes you really just going to have to lock in with yourself for a little bit and understand where that comparison comes from. Understands what you need to move through to stop the comparison. It's okay to notice things. It's okay to notice that somebody has something different than you. It's what you do with that notice. It's like I said in at first with the secondary emotion. It's okay to notice it. Now the secondary emotion comes with the comparison. Oh, they have that, but I don't have that. It has nothing to do with you. You are enough. And so when I use the examples of the teacher or there's even people who come into your life. Heck, sometimes I, I could be the person in your life who has planted bad seeds, who has planted too many bad seeds. Remove them. Surround yourself with people who fuel you. We need that in this life. There, there are so many arguments that can be made about everything. Somebody could look at you, see you one way. Another person could look at you, see you the other way. Surround yourself with people who fuel you. We all are imperfect. We all make mistakes. Surround yourself with people who fuel you. There's even people I removed myself from their life because I said, God, I could see how I could cause pain in their life. I could see how my words would cause damage to their life. So I removed myself because I do not fuel that person. I am also not perfect. Nobody who speaks to you and gives you advice, nobody who speaks to you and gives you a little bit of guidance, a little bit of insight is perfect. I'm telling there are people I had to remove myself from because I said, God, I don't think I would handle this situation the best. God, I don't think I would show up in their life in a way that makes sense. I think I would cause them damage. So I remove myself. You have to be that self-aware of yourself and others. Remove people from your life. Sometimes it's going to be your family. Sometimes you might have to you might have to switch jobs. Surround yourself with people who fuel you because too many rotten seeds. Eventually, one of those seeds are going to take root. Eventually, one of those seeds are going to make your mind home surround yourself with people who plant good seeds and good is subjective to you as a person it's going to be different for everybody but you know yourself and what other people think of you is honestly irrelevant it has nothing to do with you it's things that exist outside of yourself I'm not saying don't take guidance I'm not saying don't be accountable I'm saying if you know you know it's almost like some people exist just to make you question yourself it's like some people exist just to make you question your self-worth or they come into your life just to make you question things. You need to notice this and realize their opinions don't matter. Remove them. It, it, 
it's just noise. It's just a floating text on a screen. So drown out all the external opinions. Whatever you're building, whatever you're doing in the world, drown out all the external opinions. People are going to tell you what you should have. People are going to try to tell you what you should be doing. Drown it out. It's just noise. It doesn't matter. Sometimes when people try to frame it as if they're offering you good advice or if they're offering you good things or they're saying you should have this because this, this, and that. But really, a lot. sometimes they're trying to figure out how are you able to do that with in their head? How are you able to do that with so little? Because you understand it's not little. It's everything that you need because you are enough and you have enough. So just truly focus on your path. And question yourself about the intentions behind your actions and your desires. Why do you want it? And it's okay if maybe you want to flex on somebody. That happens. That's okay. But don't let that be the main driving force behind what you're doing. Because eventually, I think you'll burn out. I think you're going to deflate trying to do it like that. Walk in your purpose. Walk in who God has called you to be. If you want to do a little flexing, fine. But if the main drive of that is just so you can flex, it's probably not going to be enough. So question yourself. Why am I doing this? Is it because I'm trying to please my mother? Is it because I'm trying to please my father? Is it because I'm trying to stun on somebody from fourth grade? Because I want somebody to feel bad about how they treated me. Question your intentions and your, and your actions. Sometimes it's going to lead you down a different path. Sometimes you're going to say, yeah, I'm doing it because of this, but also because I know I'm meant to be here. That's okay too. But when it's just, I'm only doing this to please somebody else. or I'm only doing this. So they think this, this, and that. Well, and sometimes you see somebody else with something. And so now you want it. You need to question that too. Do I want it because I really want it? Or seeing somebody else having it now, I think that's what I think I should have too. Question yourself, and sometimes it'll move you in the direction of where you really need to be moving to. Sometimes it'll call you into the place where you really have already been called to. You just didn't recognize because you was too focused on somebody else's pot. Question yourself; it matters. And most importantly, appreciate all past lessons and experience for the lessons that they taught you. I talked about this before, but there are so many times where I was angry, I was worried, or I was sad, or I was frustrated. About a situation that I was in or a circumstance that was before me or something that I was in at the present moment. And I was just I was just so angry, so sad. And I came out of that. I said, why did I allow myself to feel all those emotions? Why did I beat myself up? Why did I allow anger to consume me? Because once I came out of that and it's like my the veil was lifted, it's like I could finally see. I said, wow, I wasted all that time being angry, being sad, being frustrated. And for what? It was unnecessary so unnecessary as so i hope even when we say that i hope you move into a place of just acceptance accepting things for what they are and moving in joy anyway moving in your purpose anyway they were just lessons and even when in i uh at church today um pastor madu was talking about being inside of a storm and allowing yourself to sleep allowing yourself to rest when you're inside of a storm recognize that some some things are just happening outside of you and it's just noise Allow yourself to rest. Allow yourself to accept it. Yeah, there are all these things happening. Yeah, maybe your car broke down. Maybe your son is walling out. Maybe you didn't get accepted into the school you always wanted to go to. There's something else on the, on the other side of that. Now you're going to a different school, but you met your wife. Now you're going to a different school, but you met a mentor. Yeah, your son may be walling out right now, but whatever he learned while he was walling out, he used that. And whatever future in endeavor he walked into, all these things are just lessons. Let it be that. And I'm not saying don't feel an emotion. We're human. I think we're going to feel the emotions, but don't let it consume you. Don't spend months. Don't spend years stuck in a rut. Once you come out on the other side, you're going to be like, wow, I can't believe I allowed myself to be down in the dumps like that. For what? You are enough and you have enough and you are capable.
I think you thinking that you lack or that there is limitations in your life is just a very flawed perspective. You know, I was watching this Gary Vee video yesterday. So Gary Vee said, you're so focused on what you don't have. You don't realize the greatness and you don't have the gratitude for the simplicity of not needing shit. And he was like, you, you, you go and you buy a $7 coffee and your phone costs a thousand dollars. You are walking around with it, a thousand dollar phone. You don't realize all you do have. I'm going to use this podcast just just as an example so that y'all can get an understanding i record on my phone i thought i needed a camera i'm not sure why i thought i needed a camera but then i was watching this other video of these two men i wish i had the name of their podcast yesterday i was watching the video and they're big time big time podcasters the spotify host was saying you guys still record on your phone and they was like yeah it works it's easy to it's easy to carry recognize what you have I could easily be in a space of like oh my gosh I really need to get a camera oh my gosh I think the podcast would do better if I had a camera oh my gosh this this and that and I think sometimes God looks at us like that too don't you recognize all I've given you don't you recognize all you have what are you so focused on look God can God can even look and be like I gave you this this and that you don't even utilize what I'd already gave you why do you want more I've given you resources. I've given you people and you don't utilize them correctly. You don't recognize what you already do have, but you keep seeking me for more. Recognize what you already do have. Recognize what is already in your possession. What are you looking for? I really think that's how God looks at us sometimes. Like you already have it. You have enough. Use what you have. Maximize it. Leave no stone unturned. And I think sometimes we get very, very entitled and we think we deserve certain things that we think we should have the privilege of having something and kill your entitlement. Recognize when something is a need and recognize when something is a want. I, I do understand that, you know, people have needs, but some of the stuff we're just wanting and we think it's a need and then we become entitled. You know, sometimes people walk into a room and they think that the the world should bow down to them entitlement kill your entitlement how about you walk into a room and you you say something kind to somebody how about you speak to somebody how about you make somebody feel good you walked into a room you said oh my gosh nobody said anything nice to me why didn't you say something nice to somebody why 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 do we do that you go to god you say god nobody appreciates me have you appreciated somebody you have enough and a lot of times the energy that we're giving out is also going to be the energy that we give back. You have enough inside of you to change that. You have enough inside of you to make somebody feel good. You have enough. We have enough. Utilize all you have. But I have I have all I need. So sometimes you're going to have to reduce something in one area to succeed in another. Sometimes you're going to have to minimize the things that you're using in one area to be great in another. I don't think we always understand that. We just want things. We think we're entitled to things. And God is like, well, if you just do this, you will have something for this. You know, Pastor um, MT always says, I'm just going to use this as an example. I know some people feel some way about this, but people are like, I don't have enough money to tithe. He's like, oh, how about you cancel your Netflix subscription? How about you cancel your Spotify subscription? How about you stop driving all over the place? Sometimes you're going to have to reduce in one area to be great in another. I don't think we always understand that. Reduce in one area to be great in another. You want to be better at relationships, but you spend all your time in your home sleeping. You will have to sleep a little less and practice showing up in your relationships. Reducing one area to be great in another. You have enough. You have enough time. You have enough resources for where you are right now. You just don't recognize it. We have enough. All this complaining that we're doing. I, I think complaining is okay. I know every, 
body feels some way about that. But when it consumes you, when that's all you do, when all you do is talk about what you don't have, recognize what you do. You have enough. And I truly think, um, you know, for some people, they may be looking like, no, I, Jada, I really don't have enough. There are things I need. I'm going to say this and y'all feel however you want to feel about it. But I think some circumstances breed purpose. Some circumstances put such a drive and a hunger inside of you. It places you in your calling. It makes you realize who you need to be and how you need to show up in the world. Maybe it was money. Maybe you think you didn't have enough money. Well, now for future generations, you want to teach them how to make money. You're useful. Maybe it was I have a lack of relationships in my life. Well, now when you get those relationships, you appreciate them and you you take them to their full potential. You maximize. Some circumstances breed purpose. Some circumstances that you're in and you think that, you're, that they're not the best. You think they could be better. You think some some circumstances are drowning you out. Some circumstances are mentally killing you. Mentally leaving you distraught. They breed purpose. I know I'm always talking about my old job. But I really did not like that job, y'all. It led me to where I needed to be. It let me know how I need to show up. It let me know that I can show up. I'm not saying you need to go through terrible situations. But some of... Oh, I ain't even gonna lie. Some of us need to be in some of the situations we in. You know, sometimes I pray to God and I'm like, God, keep me humble. And then sometimes I tell God, hold on. But what does that look like? I don't, I don't want to go through a bad situation or I don't want to go through this, this and that. And I, I was driving to church today and I just had to tell myself, well, sometimes that's what it takes. Because sometimes that's what you need. Sometimes you don't listen when it's presented to you in a certain way. Sometimes it needs to be presented to you in a way that knocks you across your head. Because sometimes that's the only way some of us listen. That may be true for you too. So truly, recognize you have enough. You are enough and you have enough. We're good in this world. So yeah, I hope y'all took something from that. Thank y'all for tuning in. If you stayed this long, we have a guest sign-up sheet on our Instagram and our TikTok. It's in our bio on our solo too. The link in all of my bios on every social media platform has the very first at the top. It says guest sign-up. If you would like to be featured in our podcast, it has questions on there so that really anything that you want to know about, go look at the guest sign-up sheet. But if you have any questions, you can send me a DM. But yeah, I'm always open to guests. I recognize at this time that not just anybody can sit on this on the side of this couch for me. I'm so sorry, but God quickly shut that down. So if you feel led or this is something that you would be interested in doing and you would like to sit on this couch and be questioned or interviewed by moi, I need to get a little bit of practice of that anyway. Yeah, fill out the form and um, I'll get back to you. So I thank all of y'all for tuning in. I hope you sincerely enjoyed this episode. I'm practicing on how to show up better and how to make this more how it can be easier for y'all to understand so yeah i'm your host jay kelly and i'll see y'all next week